We believe that all men are created equal. To the magnificent mosaic that is America. From radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey. It's a figment of your imagination. Randy Roach Show. Turn up your mind. Donald Trump's actions are now being examined by the Justice Department as part of a criminal investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Sources say that federal prosecutors have asked witnesses about Trump's involvement, bringing in two top Pence aides to testify before the grand jury. And the Washington Post reports in April, investigators obtained phone records of key Trump officials and aides, April. including former chief of staff Mark Meadows. We will hold accountable anyone who was criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer, legitimate lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next. For months, the House committee has been gathering evidence for its own investigation into the insurrection, now releasing new audio of the former acting defense secretary pushing back on Trump's claims that he requested thousands of National Guard troops ahead of January 6th. There was no order from the president. Oh. I was never given any direction or order or knew of any plans of of that nature. Oh. Multiple Trump officials testified the former president <laughs> watched the violence unfold on live television and resisted calls to condemn it. And for the first time since leaving office, Trump returned to the nation's capital. The former president's remarks <laughs> laying out one vision for the Republican Party, repeating his false claims about election fraud and teasing a presidential run in 2024. But on the same day, his former vice president, Mike Pence, was also <laughs> in town, speaking just blocks away delivering a different message. I came today not to look backwards, but to look forward. <laughs> President Biden called out Trump for making law and order a central part of that speech, insisting that anyone who incites a mob has no respect for the rule of law. As for the Justice Department's investigation, it's unclear if Donald Trump is a target of that probe. The department is declining to comment. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> Of course he's a target of that probe. Of course he is. Hello, everybody. Happy hump day. Uh, it's Wednesday. So, all right. There's there's a bunch of stuff that apparently has been going on in the Department of Justice, which is kind of, you know, what uh, we, our position was, that it was happening, that it's a very vast and uh, a sprawling investigation into Donald Trump, into fake electors, into, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was very, very pleased, though, to find out that this has been going on since April and that, uh, you know, they, they had to, at the Department of Justice, go through the actual uh, violent insurrectionists first and that they had charged 842, 842 human beings. 116 pleaded uh, guilty. They are um, awaiting sentence or they have uh, been uh, you know uh, a sentence 218 have been sentenced half of these people have been charged with felonies 185 of them were charged with assaulting uh, law officers a handful of cases uh, three defendants died before they ever faced trial but uh, the most common felony charges were three categories it was interfering with police obstruction of an official proceeding that's like a barrel and uh, there's 500 ongoing cases uh, and together there's almost a thousand felony counts uh that are against them now robert s palmer <laughs> you don't know him i i don't know him either but he is a floor he's florida man just so you know florida man 
Robert S. Palmer, a man from Florida who joined the front of the mob and hurled a fire extinguisher, a plank, and a long pole at police, has been sentenced to the longest prison term, five years and three months. This is the guy who injured uh, Officer Aquilo, right, the one that, uh, you know, ruined his life. So he just got five. Now, (laughs) the prosecution was asking for five years. The judge said, eh, three three months to five months, five years, three months. So that's what they were working on. But apparently since April, May, June, July, three months, uh, they have been working on the fake elector scheme. They have had Mark Meadows' telephone. They just recently, you might recall, went and got John Eastman's telephone. They went to Jeffrey Clark's house. Jeffrey Clark came out in his pantaloons and, uh, you know, was uh, served with the subpoena for his devices, right? And um, uh, apparently they, they, they were looking at the fake elector scheme for a really long time. Now, what's interesting is that we know what the fake elector scheme is because Congress, the select committee, actually broke into um, teams, different teams. So they had the A team, the B team, the C team, all these teams. And the team that was assigned to the fake elector uh, portion uh, actually gave their testimony. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was the fourth hearing or the fifth hearing, but uh, this was the scheme. On November 18th, a lawyer working with the Trump campaign named Kenneth Cheesebro wrote a memo arguing that the Trump campaign should organize its own electors in the swing states that President Trump had lost. Right. The select committee received testimony that those close to President Trump began planning to organize fake electors for Trump in states that Biden won in the weeks after the election. Who do you remember being involved in those early discussions around the Thanksgiving time? regarding having alternate electors meet? Mr. Giuliani, several of Mr. Giuliani's associates, Mr. Meadows. Um, members of Congress, although it's difficult to distinguish members. If, the, if the members I'm thinking of were involved during Thanksgiving or if they were involved as we progressed through December. At the president's direct request, the RNC assisted the campaign in coordinating this effort. What did the president say when he called you? Essentially, he turned the call over to Mr. Eastman, who then proceeded to talk about the importance of the RNC helping the campaign gather these contingent electors in case any of the legal challenges um, that were ongoing changed the result of any of the dates. Right, so that's Ronna McDaniel. She's the chairperson of the Republican National Committee testifying that Donald Trump led the meeting regarding a plan to use fake electors, Trump loyalists, allies in the states, okay? And he handed the meeting over to John Eastman who walked everybody through the plan uh, what's really interesting is Cassidy Hutchinson testifies that she can't remember if the members of the House, if, if, if Congress people were involved as early as Thanksgiving or did they come later in December or January, but they were also part of the fake elector scheme. Now, what broke yesterday in the New York Times 
was the emails. There was a dump of emails that were received through Freedom of Information Act requests. And the emails were previously undisclosed. But these emails, but her email, oh, these emails, there were dozens of them. Dozens of them, including outside advice, not just Kenneth Cheeseborough, who, you know, everybody was wrestling to uh, learn how to, you know, uh, correctly pronounce his name. This was a guy, unfortunately, Cheeseborough from Wisconsin, right? But uh, there were Phoenix lawyers, a guy named Jack Willinchick, who used the word fake, fake, saying that these were phony, these were fake electors over and over and over and over again in his damn emails. I mean, he was literally writing it down and sending it to uh, Rudy Giuliani and outside advisors and assembling actual lists of people who could claim with zero basis that they were the rightful, duly selected electoral college electors. And they reached out to the six states, the six swing states where Joe Biden won to put together these fake slates. This was so that on January 6th, they had already moved past December 14th, the day that the electors cast their votes. They moved on to the certification day and they said, if we send these fake slates of electors, maybe we could confuse uh, Mike Pence or maybe we could pressure Mike Pence to say, well, I'm confused. And the Republicans in Congress would join him, would join him. And they wrote it all down and sent it in emails. 